Well, Tad, we had a pretty cool conversation uh, today with Carrie talking about the Sakura program, which is a fantastic uh, entry level career program. Um, and I think she said it best. What was what was her tagline? Do you remember? Empowering the next generation of sales and technology leaders. There uh, we go. Yeah, this is actually a really great conversation. I've actually had the privilege of being able to work with Carrie a little bit on the Sakura program, more from the branding side and also from our career fair side. So Carrie's going to talk a lot about our partnership with Marquette University. And I actually had the opportunity to go to one of our other uh, labs earlier this year for a career fair at Chico State. So we we have a lot going on across the country, both uh, in the Midwest and out here on the West Coast. And Carrie does a really good job of unpacking a lot of those partnerships, as well as what our Sakura trainees can expect once they join the program. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited for you to hear the conversation and hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the Operation Automation Podcast by Omron, where we are talking all things factory automation. My name is Kenny Heidel, and I'm a channel sales manager focusing on channel engagement. I've been with Omron for four years and have 15 years of combined factory and industrial automation experience. Sitting here with me is Carrie Lee. Hi everyone, I'm Carrie Lee. I'm the America's Sales Manager for Early Career Development. I've been with Omron for three and a half years and have about 17 years of experience in automation. Carrie and I are neighbors at our Omron office and would often have conversations at the coffee machine or in the hallways where we would talk about new technologies and trends and of course, the Chicago White Sox. We hope to recreate that time here in our podcast and share it with our listeners so you can learn along with us. So whether you're pouring yourself your first or your fifth coffee of the day, driving to your first appointment, or just walking the dog, we hope to help you start your day right with a little bit of fun, and hopefully you learn something new too. Okay, Kenny, what's our song today? We are, we are the youth of the nation. Little uh, little 90s reference for our for our audience there. Uh, the best part about that song is you'll see what the topic is. The people we're going to be talking a lot about in this episode weren't alive when that song came out. So The best, the best, some may argue, but I would say the best decade of music ever. The but, 90s? Yes, that's that's my decade. That's my decade. But uh, I know others would disagree. You might hear, hear some more in the peanut gallery that disagree, but uh, that was my favorite. But uh Yes, Carrie, we have an exciting conversation. It's actually just me and you today. Um, and part of that is you have a new role here at Omron and a really exciting role as we're, we're working towards the next generation of, of sales leaders. So if you want to give everybody a, an introduction into your new role and talk a little bit about that. Sure. It's kind of a new old role. I'm coming up on almost a year in it, but it's um, if people have been paying close attention, they may have noticed the difference in our intros. Um, so my title is America's Sales Manager for Early Career Development, but the short version is I manage our Sakura program. And talk to me. So so give us kind of a little bit of an overview. What is the Sakura program and how is Omron using it to, to kind of fold in the next generation of technical salespeople? So our mission with the Sakura program is to empower the next generation of sales and technology leaders probably five, six, maybe even more years, we've had an engineering training program here at Omron. Kenny, I know you're pretty familiar with it as you were my predecessor in working with the 
with the group. And then I would say maybe in the last year or so, we've really ramped it up. It went from a program that was about maybe hiring about five people every summer. And it was, um, we did some training for them and then kind of set them out into different roles within the organization. Mm -hmm. But then starting actually this June, um, we've started having groups of 10 to 11. And then we also added uh, last January, so January 22, we added a cohort that starts in January. Right. So, um, you know, going from about five people a year to somewhere moving forward between 20 and 30 people each year that we're adding, which is really exciting. If those of you who listen to our lead uh, methodology podcast with Peter Brower, we talked a lot about the future of our sales organization. And with that comes a great expansion of the organization. And so the Secura program is starting to feed that in there. We also probably about last February added branding to it. So we call it the Secura program instead of engineering trainee. And mm-hmm. so uh, the Sakura program is uh, named after the cherry blossoms, which bloom every spring in Japan. And so the goal of the mm-hmm. program is to help uh, recent college grads flourish like the Sakura trees do every spring in Japan. So kind of give them a kickstart to their um, to their careers. So other changes that we've done a lot with branding, actually, producer Tad was a big part of that. He uh, helped create some really cool T-shirts and swag, and we've really kind of done a lot with branding around that. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been great. Um, So again, just trying to expand the program. So what is it still? It took me a while to get to that. So early career development program. What we do is we hire uh, college grads who have an interest in technical sales or app engineering. So our mission is to grow the next generation of sales and technology leaders. So what that means is we spend about 18 months to to two years really uh, helping new college grads uh, develop and learn um, so that then they can be really effective as either right now account managers or application engineers. So what that looks like, they spend the first portion of their training here in Hoffman Estates and they go through professional development training. Uh, product training. They learn about our industry and our customers and what's really important to our customers, as well as uh, learning some of our sales methodologies. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of mentorship and executive engagement. So they have projects. Um, Anybody who's on LinkedIn has probably, and following Omron, has probably seen some of the awesome videos that the Sakura trainees have been producing. So what we're doing is giving them an opportunity to learn skills and then start to apply them. So that first phase really focusing on development. And then the second phase is that associate level where they'll either be associate application Mm -hmm. engineers or we call them technical sales associates when they're out in the field. And if you kind of think about from a long-term perspective, once you're an account manager or an application engineer, you know, just like all of us, we're all focused on your results, right? Like Omron's a great company. We do a lot for professional development, Mm -hmm. but the focus is on results. And if you think about when they first start their uh, Sakura training program, it's really about development. So that associate level is kind of the bridge between learning and uh, starting to apply those tools, but you're still focused on development along with results. So that's essentially what we do for about two years. Train them, give them an opportunity to apply those skills in the real world. Awesome evolution. You had mentioned that I obviously worked with the program previously, but like my involvement was more limited to, I would say, about six months worth. So even incorporating this longer program, mm-hmm. I really love it because I think, you know, you remember coming out of college, right? Your first job, you start and you're like, I don't know. I, or I think I know a lot about a little, right? Yep. 
and I don't even know where to start. And there's so much time in those first couple of years where you're just absorbing things from your coworkers and colleagues and how not only just like how to how to go about the job, but also how to approach you know, being a full-time employee, the, the, like things out the, the intangibles, if you will. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And one of the things, um, I really try to instill with them is yes, you need to learn this skill, but what I want them to do is really consider how does this, how will you apply this or how do, how does this affect mm-hmm. me and really start to do some of those skills that I know I personally took lo- longer than my first couple of years out of college to mm-hmm. recognize and say, Hey, how effective was I this? And that self evaluation and self Yep. improvement. We really try to drive that with them so that they're successful throughout their career. Hopefully, you know, with Omron, but in today's world, it could, you know, five, 10 years from now be somewhere else, but hopefully they'll remember the things they learned as Sakura's mm-hmm. and be able to apply it regardless of their career path with the inner with external to Omron. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how we are incorporating not only technology development and technology knowledge training, but how to sell, how to, mm-hmm. how to talk to customers and things like that. That, that, that I think was something that we really needed and implementing that into the program. I mean, you can see it with the, the trainees that you have when they're going out in the field, they're that much more polished, uh, ready to talk to customers. Absolutely. So based on, you know, we've, we've had a couple different cohorts go through, um, what's some of the feedback that you've heard from the participants about how the program has helped them, you know, jettison them into their next role? Yeah, um, I'll pick some of the highlights of um, aspects that they have found the most useful. One that kind of surprised me was the structure. I've gotten Mm -hmm. feedback that it was uh, helpful for them to kind of know what to expect, especially during those first uh, that first phase of training to understand, hey, this is what I'm doing. Why is it important? Really having it laid out and clear objectives. They've talked to other friends who work for other companies where they're, you know, go through and they're like, here's a week of training, go, right? And then they're trying to figure things out. So we really take our time and try to help them, again, build that foundation. Um, Other aspects, the mentorship has been one of the most highly regarded uh, parts of the program, which has been really cool to see because a lot of people here within Omron have taken time to help the early career folks and they meet two times a month just to kind of have that person who's been there before and and share their experiences. The other thing that makes us stand out, whether it's when I'm recruiting or, you know, hearing the Sakura trainees talk about what their friends are experiencing or their peers from college is the executive engagement. It's pretty cool um, to see how invested our our leadership team is in the program. And I think that Mm -hmm. says a lot about Omron and the culture. I think it really goes a long way to help the Sakura trainees see the the impact they can have. So there's a lot of opportunities for, we do executive lunch where they can have roundtable questions and discussions. Some of their final projects, the sales management mm-hmm. team participates in and whether it's a mock sales call with Peter Brower, which I always tell them no customer meeting will ever be as stressful as doing a mock sales call with the VP of sales <laughs> or the director of sales, Miguel Mercedes is your customer and then your manager yeah. evaluating you. So if they can do that, they can, they can do anything. So there's yeah. really great engagement with the executives. Mm-hmm. would be the final thing. 
And I think that's really cool of the amount of uh, ownership and engagement with our executive team, right? You know, when you think about someone coming out of college and sitting in and like, oh, by the way, I'm having our I'm having lunch with our VP of sales. Like it's probably seems pretty daunting to them. But, it, you know, our, our executive team sees the value and the, the potential in all these individuals that that they, they put the time in, which I think is really cool. Absolutely. And it's also kind of funny because it's also like, you know, nobody else gets this, right? This is right. unique to you guys. You guys are very special, um, which is a cool feeling for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So building upon that, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going out to different uh, local universities and recruiting. Um, what, what kind of support do you get from any of these local universities you've gone to, whether career fairs or, or the like for recruiting new, uh, new members of the Secure Trainee Program uh, to help in, in our partnership to really train the next generation? Yeah, so we have a lot of different ways that we're engaging with local universities. Um, one of the things that was surprising to me when I took over this role was um, that there's a lot of uh, collegiate selling competitions, which I, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just not on my radar or if it's a newer thing, but um, it's really a neat way to see how some of these college students are already learning some of the skills and um, have a have a good foundation to move forward. So we have a pretty cool uh, spart uh, partnership with uh, Marquette University up in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of two-pronged. One, um, we are sponsoring a lab that's going to be opening here in March. And that is a, um, a combination for engineering as well as their supply chain group. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, we have a strong relationship with their sales organization. And they actually um, have created the first intercollegiate technical sales competition. So mm -hmm. there's like a circuit of different selling competitions that uh, um, college students participate in throughout the country with a bunch of different uh, universities, but this is the first technical sales, and Omron is a sponsor of that. So we um, we kicked off the first intercollegiate one last fall. We actually started this two falls ago with uh, Professor, or excuse me, Doctor Jessica Ogilvy, who is um, the 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 professor who sponsors the professional se selling. Um, organization within uh, Marquette, and there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, similarities between Marquette and Omron when you kind of look at our mission and our values. So we kind of got mm -hmm. some traction there, and then on top of it, the um, the lab that's going up that's opening in the engineering facility, it kind of made sense that we're their uh, their main sponsor for their technical selling competition as they're growing it. So it's been really a lot of fun and opportunity. We've had um, myself, other people within Omron, Paul Anderson, Miguel Mercedes, Matt Taylor, uh, Peter Brower have all uh, acted, Peter McEnany, we've all acted as judges for these selling competitions and provided feedback for them, which it's great because they get exposed to Omron, but it's also really helpful for the students. So it's another way that we're improving <laughs> lives by uh, sharing our experience and our um, expertise from the professional world with the students themselves. Yeah, so I can think back even um, when you're talking about sales competitions to to some of the earlier recruiting as part of my involvement in the it was it was very unknown that 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 even was a thing in the mm -hmm. university circuit was sales competitions, but it really started to breed an area where we could look for 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 people that can join our program and really see what Omron has to offer from the value and perspective of us, but also see what they have, have to offer and that we can kind of partner together, right. To help them grow into the next level of uh, uh, sales team members. 
Absolutely. It's a lot of fun too, right? It's a little rewarding mm-hmm. to feel like you're helping young people regardless of what they end up doing. Exactly. Exactly. So if you had a, a, a crystal ball here, and I'm not going to hold you to it except we are recording this, um, <laughs> where do you see the Sakura program going in the future? What's what's kind of your vision for the next next steps for the program? Sure. So when I took over the role, I kind of said I wanted to turn the program into a well-oiled machine, right? So I wanted mm-hmm. to put some structure, use some BPI things that we've, you know, Christian Platt actually from a previous episode has helped a lot and kind of lay the foundation so that we can expand it in ways to see, does it make sense to add other parts of our organization? Does it make sense to create a feeder system for other parts of Omron and working with them with them that way? Or potentially even uh, globally, other, you know, mm-hmm. Omron Europe or Omron uh, in Japan, things like that. So really trying to, from my perspective, put this together so that it's almost like Legos. Right now we're doing folks that are really mainly part of the sales organization, whether technical sales or application engineers. We've had some talks about what would that look like if we wanted people who are going to maybe go into a more technical path around R&D for different mm-hmm. parts of the organization. Um, other other parts, you know, potentially um, marketing, uh, supply chain, a lot of different opportunities. And so mm-hmm. my goal has been to kind of create this in a way that's repeatable and expandable. So even in the last year, we've added some temporary positions so other people within the organization can get a little bit more involved. Once I've kind of built a structure for um, the first phase of training, now we have this position mm-hmm. that's sort of like more like when you did it, Kenny, where it's I've got, I've got my day job, but I want to expand my leadership capabilities. I enjoy mm-hmm. working with young people. So we have coaches now who are kind of helping implement that first layer that we've kind of put a structure on. Other things I want to do basically because we're using BPI is start to look at some metrics and, hey, what's, a, what's working, what's not, how can we be more effective mm-hmm. um, to help the students, you know, be as successful as possible. So um, I would say continue to work towards making it Mm -hmm. a well-oiled machine. And then I always tell the trainees that, um, you know, they, when they go out to the field, they have a little Sakura program logo. Again, shout out to Tad on their business card. And what I'd like is anybody who has a Sakura program logo to also have a president's circle of excellence Mm -hmm. on their business card too, right? So we should be coming out of the Sakura program as top performers within our sales organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a continued evolution. Now you have, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, right? You have enough uh, people out in the field, right? You can get that feedback and that valuable feedback and and use it to, to build upon the program that you have, but very, very awesome. Um, Lastly, do you have any advice? This is like an interview question, right? Uh, Carrie, do you have any advice for kids in college who are planning to graduate and are looking for companies and, and kind of weighing the pros and cons of each of the different entry-level positions that they're being offered? Yeah. Um, I would say that you want to work for a company that's as invested as you in you as you are in them. I know I've heard from other, you know, there's a lot of different early career development programs. I've learned a lot about this in the last year. And Mm -hmm. some of them are, you know, I I would argue we have them drinking from a fire hose at the beginning, but we kind of give them that time to learn where some of them it's like, hey, we're going to spray the fire hose at you and then throw you out there and you better start hitting your metrics, right? Um, Also, company culture, right? Pay attention to that. I think about different places I've worked. And one of the things that really makes Omron stand out is our really unique and, and strong company culture um, and having a, a mission and values that you could be proud of to improve lives and contribute to a better society. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, though, the one thing I would add to it too is, 
not every organization is going to have something put together like this. You know, I can think back to to my first job out of college, right? Mm-hmm. Very almost kind of thrown to the wolves a little bit as far mm-hmm. as, you know, getting your hands dirty, like learning by basically getting your hands dirty. To have this type of program, I remember telling lots of people that I talked to about it was this this is a unique position to be offered because not every company puts something like this together or puts such an emphasis on how to bring people in and train them up uh, appropriately, but also put them in a position to be successful. Absolutely. And I think it's required for our industry, right? Because when we're, if you're going to be in a customer facing position, right? So you either want an engineer who's pretty commercially savvy or someone who's commercially savvy with a technical bent, right? So if you think about that Venn diagram, that's who we're looking for. And both sides of that are going to need some training, right? So Mm -hmm. even if you are a really strong engineer and you're pretty good at talking to people and you think you've got a, a gut feel for it, um, you're still going to be starting from scratch in technical sales, right? Or vice versa. Yep. Hey, I, I've learned a lot. I, I understand selling, but I don't really know what the heck the difference is between a relay and a prox sensor. So yep. getting that really strong product and industry training, um, I think is critical for success in our industry and is what's going to really make us stand out here in the next five to 10 years. And I think it's cool. You kind of look at people that have been, have been successful in their careers, right? There's no one fit mold for everybody, right? Doesn't have to be an engineer, doesn't have to be someone in sales, someone in marketing, right? There's a blend across that and the more experience and and training that we can provide, right? The better better off everybody is. Absolutely. And you don't even have to have either of those. We've got people who have chemistry degrees Mm -hmm. and physics degrees. It's really about having an interest in it. And do you you get excited when you you look at film and videos of things being made in a manufacturing facility Mm -hmm. or does technology make you excited and are you looking for ways that you can really have an impact um, early in your career? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Awesome work, Carrie. Can't wait to see the next evolution of the program. I love it. Um, But now it's time to do trivia. Tad, insert Uh sound effect. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> that more sounded like a uh, law and order. Am I, yeah. kind of did, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Am I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> well, now our podcast is bankrupt from royalties. <laughs> uh, right, Carrie. So what percentage, and I'll give you multiple choice, of students graduating college presently move into sales roles within the United States? Is it A, 25, B, 35, C, 46 D 52. Um, I'm between 25 and 35, but you put so many higher. You're either really messing with me or it's 35%. We're a pretty service-based country. I'm going to go with 35%. 35%. And I probably threw you off because I usually make my answer C. 52% 52% yeah. of current wow. college uh, college graduates are graduating and moving into an entry-level sales role within the United States. So wow. even shows there's so many people, depending on what, it doesn't even matter what, what degree they're getting. There's a lot of opportunity uh, for sales roles. So putting a program like this together is, is fantastic and gives them somewhere that they can feel really supported to flourish. Exactly. Awesome. All well, right. Kenny, this was great. This was... Uh... I enjoyed it. I don't know if our listeners will, but I enjoyed talking the whole time. 
No, I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of things that you said that I, I didn't know that we had actually implemented and things like that. And just knowing where this program has come to where you've taken it is really cool to see. And I look forward to seeing where it's going to go from here. So thank you, Carrie. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kenny. See you next time. Thank you, everyone, for joining Kenny and me for the Operation Automation Podcast. If you have topics you would like to hear discussed on future episodes, please send them to our email address, operationautomation-oei at omron.com with podcast idea in the subject line. Finally, all of the cool things you learn on this podcast can be found on automation.omron.com. Until next time, we put the fun in factory automation. So is this all all degrees or is it business degree all degrees? All degrees. Yep. Can you guys hear the dog? Lay down. Lay down. Willie. Like, Willie Willie knows what the answer is. Thank he knows. You. Can you say those numbers again? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I get distracted. Cut. Oh yeah. Cut. Oh. Tab, what are you doing? <laughs> Must get more light in the room. Oh, oh. I thought you were like, you were like, let me mark down. <laughs> 16 seconds, 16 minutes. Kenny, yeah. delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.